Welcome back to another episode of I Don't Know You, but this week I'm going to be doing things even more differently than I've been doing, mainly because of a scheduling conflict with the guest that I wanted to fill this week's spot with. So I thought that I would go back to IDKYB featuring books that I am reading or have read And I have one for you today that I'm excited to share with you because it's a really recent read. I've stopped listening to the book to allow this part of the book to sink in. So, yeah. In terms of the guest and when they are going to come on, I'm hoping it's going to be this week. I will push back the recap episode if they do managed to come on this week. They have an infinite amount of rain checks (laughs) and reschedulings that they can pull with me, and that will make more sense once I have them on the show, which I will do (laughs) at some point. I will make sure that it happens because I really want to ask this person these questions. I'm thoroughly enjoying hiding who this is because it just makes it seem a little bit more fun uh even though it's very special and not special all at the same time uh and it's mainly just because i'm biased so the book that i am going to be reading a piece of is 12 rules for life an antidote to chaos by jordan b peterson I don't know a whole lot about Jordan B. Peterson, but I've been putting off this book because I saw some of the things that he was posting online and I didn't agree with them. And so I pretty much just wrote it off. I'm listening to the book now and it is amazing. And this man is so in tune with thinking and I I recommend that everybody listen to it and form their own opinion. And I really like this newer portion of it that I, like I said, I just heard. And it is this story that he is referring to. And then he goes into why he refers to it. And I actually just told this story to a good friend of mine tonight, just because I was thinking about it as I did the dishes. And I'll come back to that after I read this excerpt from 12 Rules for Life, An Antidote to Chaos by Jordan B. Peterson. There is a story for children, There's No Such Thing as a Dragon, by Jack Kent, that I really like. It's a very simple tale, at least on the surface. I once read its few pages to a group of retired University of Toronto alumni and explained its symbolic meaning. It's about a small boy, Billy Bixby, who spies a dragon sitting on his bed one morning. It's about the size of a house cat and friendly. He tells his mother about it, but she tells him that there is no such thing as a dragon. So, it starts to grow. It eats all of Billy's pancakes. 
Soon it fills the whole house. Mom tries to vacuum, but she has to go in and out of the house through the windows because of the dragon everywhere. It takes her forever. Then the dragon runs off with the house. Billy's dad comes home and there's just an empty space where he used to live. The mailman tells him where the house went. He chases after it, climbs up the dragon's head and neck, now sprawling out into the street, and rejoins his wife and son. Mom still insists that the dragon does not exist, but Billy, who's pretty much had it by now, insists there is a dragon, Mom. Instantly, it starts to shrink. Soon, it's cat-sized again. Everyone agrees that dragons of that size, one, exist, and two, are much preferable to their gigantic counterparts. Mom, eyes reluctantly opened by this point, asks somewhat plaintively why it had to get so big. Billy quietly suggests maybe it wanted to be noticed. That's an excerpt from 12 Rules for Life, An Antidote to Chaos by Jordan B. Peterson. I remember pausing this and then re-listening to this a bunch of times. I think it was at least half a dozen times. And the reason was not only because of the story and all the ways that like I could interpret its meaning, but also the way that Jordan Peterson was interpreting its meaning. And in summary, and what I picked up from it and what I'm taking from the book the most right now is it's much more beneficial to take care of the problem when it's small rather than when it's big. And it will inevitably grow big. Like it will inevitably grow big if you look the other way or you ignore it. And it reminds me of another story I heard years ago. Um, I forget who it was by, but the idea of like, if you have a pebble in your shoe, it, you know, doesn't bug you too much at first. Maybe you put up with it. You don't want to untie your shoe, but eventually it will, you know, beat its way and, you know, rub its way through your sock. And then it will start to irritate your foot more and more and more until there's either a blister or, you know, an actual open wound or whatever. And that idea of like, you could have avoided all of that pain if you stopped and took your damn shoe off and you just dumped out the pebble. But no, you had to keep walking. And I think that both of those stories combined have a lot of different meaning that you can unravel whoever you are. You can take this piece of it, that piece of it and say, okay, well, this is how I could apply it to me. I can apply it to myself in a multitude of different ways today. What made me think even more on it because I've had to pause his book uh, more than any other book that I've listened to nonfiction, except for maybe one. And the only other book that I've paused this much or had to re-listen to this much is Finite and Infinite Games by James P. Cars. This, <laughs> this book, I mean, I paused it on this spot here when I heard this story about 
maybe it wanted to be noticed. Maybe your, maybe your problem wanted to be noticed. And I'm applying it to really simple things because I, one, need to, and two, should. <laughs> and today it was the dishes. There has been just a pile of dishes that I haven't done for a few days. And I didn't really, you know, I didn't really want to handle it. I didn't, I just didn't want to go do them. I didn't want to go do them. And I was always busy or I was making an excuse or I was procrastinating. I was doing something else. And I ended up finally doing them tonight. And it only took me maybe, you know, a half an hour, right? So all those days of procrastinating and feeling it in the back of my mind, it only took me like a half an hour. And it would have taken me even less if I had done it before the pile grew. And for me, at least, it's been very hard to maintain a semblance of I don't know if I want to call it routine, but it's more along the lines of like the mundane stuff, the laundry, the dishes, that stuff seems to challenge me a lot. And there's a bunch of stuff in my own psyche. I could unravel and say, you know, Oh, it was because of this or it was because of this. But at the end of the day, it's my responsibility now. And I've allowed some of those dragons to get pretty damn big and tackling them, noticing them, taking care of them so that they shrink back down isn't actually as hard as it seems to be, right? A half an hour of my time jamming out to music, it reminded me of a grand old time I used to have as a kid washing the dishes with an exchange student that was living with my family when I was like 10. And it just reminded me of that lovely time and I had fun with it and it was done. And I still was able to go do everything else that I was doing to procrastinate, except this time I felt more free. That same thing happens with this podcast. I love this podcast. I love publishing it. I love working on it. But the temptation to procrastinate on it is mighty. And that seems to just be the nature of the beast, pun intended, for me. So taking it in bite-sized chunks before the dragon gets big is really, really important. You know, notice the dragon in the room. Take care of the dragon in the room. And yeah, I mean, just this entire thing has got me on a whole level of other rants and a whole level of other ideas and thoughts. And I can't decide where I'm going to go next with it. But, you know, <laughs> there's a million different ways to do it. You know, I mean, I guess you could even apply this to career, right? Imagine that you're in a job that you don't like. And, uh, and this happened to me a few years ago. You know, imagine you're in a job that you don't like and you just pretend not to notice. You're like, no, I like this job. No, I like this job. No, I like this job. Nah, I, I do it. I do it for the right reasons. I like this job. 
And then all of a sudden you've spent two years of your life working that job. And it's not that all of that time was a complete and total waste, but what would you have been doing with that time otherwise? What would you have been doing with that time if you had noticed the dragon and allowed it to shrink back down so that you noticed that you weren't happy? You noticed that you weren't feeling fulfilled. You noticed that there was a problem. How did you address it? How did you solve it? How did you keep moving forward? This is all lovely to think about. And I hope you enjoyed this little mini episode of the show. I always just record and talk until I feel like I've talked on it long enough and that I've said what I wanted to say. And yeah, this is an amazing book, The 12 Rules for Life by Jordan B. Peterson. And I, I rarely, I read a lot of books. I listen to a lot of books. I am able to listen to a heck of a lot of books. In April, I think I listened to 140 hours. I don't know if that's a lot in like high level readers or whatever that listen to audiobooks, but that's a lot for me. Um, and that's, you know, pretty standard that I listen to around a hundred hours or so of books. And, uh, yeah, in April, it just happened to be really high, but this book is one of the few that changes the way that I act. Most of the other books always change the way that I think. And this book is doing that too, but this book is changing the way I act. I'm doing the dishes, right? I'm taking care of the laundry. And it's not just because of this excerpt, but it's because of all of the rules that he suggests. And the rules are a collection of essays that he wrote. And I think each rule was one of those essays. He gives you a lot to think about. I don't remember the introduction, but this guy, I'd love to sit down with him someday and talk to him and just have my entire mind and thought patterns just destroyed um, by his level and tactics to thinking and pondering and acting. And I'm ever so grateful for the book. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm going to play us out with the music. And yeah, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for listening to that episode of I Don't Know You, but if you'd like to find out more about what all of these lovely people that I've interviewed in the interviews on season one, definitely go to the Instagram at idkyb.pod. If you'd like to support the show, please go to buymeacoffee.com slash idkyb. Really appreciate your support as we go into the second season of production. Currently, I am a one-man show, and I would love to grow the show so that I can have other creative people, you know, help out with the show and 
just make the show better and better and better. And yeah, I'd really appreciate your support. And I hope you like this episode. It's a little bit different than most of the episodes. Still talking about that deep level of thinking, but it is just with me and it's just about a book. I've got a few interviews lined up this week for season two. I'm really excited to get those underway and for you to hear the new questions. If you like this episode today, I'm not going to tell you too much, but there may be more stuff like this coming your way in the next few months. We will, we will see. I have high hopes, but I also have to remember to take that time to be kind to myself and make sure that I'm not over (laughs) overdoing it. But as you know, this is self-kindness Sunday. So take that extra time, take that time to be kind to yourself, whether that mean going to the gym, whether that mean not going to the gym, actually be genuinely kind to yourself. Take that extra time. You're worth it. Don't just treat yourself like, You don't deserve the kindness that you do. You deserve the kindness that you give to all the people that you love to yourself. Because once you're kind to yourself, you can work on caring for yourself. And then you can work on loving yourself genuinely without resentment. After you've taken that time to be kind to yourself, then let that kindness overflow to other people. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. As always, please remember to download the episode. It helps the show out a lot and stay kind.